Prop, thanks for your time. Uh, poet. Yeah. Hip hop artist. Yeah. Um, dad, amazing dad. Those stories that you shared <laughs> last night about parenting, I was like, only gave I'm you the highlights. Notes. This stuff is incredible. <laughs> I just gave so you the highlights. We're, we're looking forward to his book on uh, parenting. Um, parenting with Prop. Um, yeah, it'll be be one page long. The, just <laughs> stop being a jerk. The, <laughs> it's pretty much it. <laughs> um, it's great having you in. Australia and thanks for making yeah. some time to do inverse podcast. The way we usually start out is inverse is so called because it's uh, being in the verses, but like in the book of Acts where it's like they're accused of turning the world upside down mm-hmm. and asking people um, where did they first encounter the Bible? Where hmm. was the so um, Dr. Reverend Todd Yeary um, in Baltimore, he talked about in utero, mm-hmm. hearing his mum from inside uh, of uh, her singing wow. the black gospel choir. Richard Raw talked about being in seminary. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa shared this beautiful story uh, about her grandmother and the influence of her grandmother and um, watching her grandmother um, uh, pray through scripture and being in the, the covering of that almost. For people, it's different. But what's what's your what's your story? What's your song? Yeah, my my first encounter with scripture. Mm. Is that what you're asking, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, man, I've, such an interesting question. Um, I it would have to be the grandparent squad, like my uh, on my father's side, like my grandmother's brothers were mm. um, just old Southern Baptist Citizens of Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Compton, wow. California. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, So they were uh, just inner city black church preachers. Mm. You know, um, she had two of them. And then the and then her other brothers were just absolute criminals. So I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> um, and um, so... Sounds like my family. Yeah. The preachers. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think in some ways is like a, uh, a pretty uh, recognizable tale of, you know, African-American family where mm-hmm. it's like you got both things going on in the house, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I, yeah, I think my earliest would be at funerals because mm-hmm. I just happened to be at the sort of the tail end of sort of the new wave of kids, you know, uh, that, you know, my grandparents, my grandmother, I don't really know my grandfather, but my grandmother, my dad, and his cousins, um, and then all of our, my generation of of kids, I was the youngest of them. Mm. So because of that, by the time I came around, people started dying. and, you know, not to mention, you know, just gang life, war on drugs, like all that. Which, I mean, it's Los Angeles. So, uh, so we just went to a lot of funerals. And, um, and I think I heard my earliest memory of, of scripture. It's probably at, like, one of their funerals. Um, and uh, I just, we had a perception of our great-grandmother who was just off Slauson Boulevard and 
South Central LA who just uh, we just was like she's the holiest person we know. Wow. You know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and yeah, it wasn't she wasn't highly educated or anything like that per se, you know. But she was just the holiest person we knew, mm. and just her, and she could just recall verses. Wow. Just out of the thin air for any con, you know what I'm saying? Out of out for any moment of life. Hmm. Yeah. So I think the earliest would be that. That's that's incredible. Yeah. And the reason I asked and the reason why it's so important to me is that I think um, context says something about the shape of initial conversion. Yeah. And uh, says something about um, uh, what needs hope. Mm-hmm. And so hope, how hope is heard. And so good. I, I'm very aware that um, uh, my context here um, in, in Australia, the, the gospel is um, often heard in ways that people can take away something that looks like Jesus or something looks like what crucified him. Mm-hmm. And those early experiences of being at funerals and yeah. the holiness of your grandmother and hearing um, scripture be something that, that rolls out of uh, who she is, yeah. that, that blesses um, you and your family. How would you name how that was received? Was it something that turned your world upside down? Was it something that propped the world up hmm. as it is? Was it something that is somewhere along those spectrums or that happened in one area but didn't happen in another till later? What yeah. language would you put for the lay of the land around yeah, how yeah. that was initially experienced? How it was initially experienced, I, I actually didn't give it any thought. Hmm. Um, it was one of those just sort of like it is what it is. Hmm. Um, I think I, you know, it's like church was five, six, seven hours long. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't you know, I don't want to be there. You know what I mean? Um, so my, my original like experience of it was like, I don't get it. You know, I don't. And they were discussing and sort of expressing a type of sort of lament or sort of a cultural experience that at the time I just didn't have. Mm. You know, so I, I, they migrated from, you know, Jim Crow South. Mm. I was born in Los Angeles. So wow. I'm like, I didn't. Yeah, there was a generational gap. Like I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't need it in at at the time. Mm. I, I didn't think I needed it. Mm. You know? So those moments got reclaimed later. Um, I sort of our family we we moved a little later. Um, as I got a little older, we moved out of like Los Angeles proper into like twenty minutes east um, to another area that was predominantly. Uh, Mexican, it was probably Latino mm. neighborhood. And that's where my parents actually became Christians. Mm. Um, we were just, we just black, so you go to church. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, they became believers then. Um, and it was in that experience for me that was sort of, like I said, a mostly a Latino environment. Like, mm-hmm. the guy that led me to, that actually gave me the gospel that I can demark, you know what I mean? I didn't have a big conversion. It was like over time for me, you know? Um, But the guy that did was like, yeah, our eighth grade, like Sunday school teacher, but he was like, 
I mean, he had prison tattoos. Like, he was mm-hmm. members of, like, prison gangs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. with, with body, like, he's he's got bodies on him. Yeah. Slang for he's killed people. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's, what, that's what gave me the gospel. You know what I'm saying? And if you know anything about sort of, uh, like, black and Latino, like, prison gangs, like, they don't mix. Like, yeah. you're not supposed to. So that was one was like a knowing that was sort of a reflection of like God's goodness because this these I mean I'm still these are I consider these people family still you know wow. what I mean um, and so you, so you so you so you hear that you you know become a believer in that sort of context um, go off you know I, I sort of grew I was always like someone like a kind of a heady kid anyway so you go off you go to school you know. Um, Somebody introduces you to, I mean, I went to school for art, but somebody introduces you to like a seminary and this is highbrow, like sort of theology and apologetics. Never heard those terms till college, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, you know, you hear those terms. um, And then uh, since that was so intellectual, you discount and dismiss grandma, you know what I mean? And all that because that wasn't so lofty, you know what I'm saying? and, you know, unfortunately, you kind of make fun of it, you know what I'm saying? Because right. it's just, it just seems so elementary and, and, you know, just like unsophisticated. That's what it seems. Hmm. Um, and then one day it kind of hits you when you're just in the seminary and you're like, ain't, ain't no black people here. You know, you start realizing like, <laughs> something's, something's missing here, you know what I'm saying? And, and, then, and then you start, I start realizing things that were, that I just intuitively understood as part of the natural outpouring of being a Christian that this room who could tell you in five different languages what the word holy meant Mm. aren't holy. Yeah, yeah. You're not actually holy, though. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, yeah, yeah. like... You have something to learn from my grandma. Totally. And then so you go back and you go, you know what? Grandma was on to something. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So like, so the, so those moments got reclaimed to where it was like, she, she had this this deep soak, you know, in when they would say like, I, "Holy is always the one that comes to me" because I just remember mm-hmm. we sing a song about worship, praise the worship song about holiness. Then the, then the choir do an A and B selection about holy, and then mm-hmm. and then pastor for 45 minutes you got to be holy because god is holy hmm. holy and they would just moan when just and yeah. she just nodded and i'm just like dog can we get to what's the next verse can you get to the next verse you know what i'm saying and uh you know and then i just i, I thought about like if if my father was my parents were like hey you need to go clean your room my response wouldn't be Hey, so what's the Greek term for room? That's right. You know, and, and how do you, and how do I, how do I live intentionally in cleaning? You know what I'm saying? And 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 no, I was just like, I know what you mean when you say clean my room. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So oh, what is what's the practical applications for cleaning my room this week? In, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Terms like terms that all start with the same I, letter. Yeah. How can I incarnationally clean a room? Like, what are you saying, bro? <laughs> right. Yeah. So you go back and you go, dang, maybe my, maybe they was on to something. Because yeah. I tell you what, she's the holiest person I knew. Yeah, that's because she incarnated it without using the word incarnation. Exactly. So it got reclaimed. So I, I went back and realized, dude, I have a rich, I have a rich history. Yeah. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and pull from that a lot now to this day. I, I, I had this experience that feels like a dream. Uh-huh. Like, it, like it was so significant for me that it was literally... Like, I feel like I should be laid out on a couch and kind of talking to a therapist. <laughs> and then this happened, but um, James Cone, Dr. James Cone, uh-huh. invited me to lunch. Okay. It sounds like a dream. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, it, like it, it was one of the things that we talked about that I hear in your story. I asked him about Martin Luther King's writings where he was talking about almost the shame he felt with too much stamping and clapping and not mm-hmm. enough thinking. Yeah. And it was this reaction um, that uh, you don't see in Malcolm X and mm-hmm. in James Cone. Again, mm-hmm. y- your story is a very, like, um, Dr. Cone is, is trying to affirm an experience um, that doesn't come through the intellectual tradition mm-hmm. of continental theology yeah instead it comes out of um what it is to be worshiping with the people who's dressed with the kind of dignity that they're not treated with during yeah. the week on a sunday yeah um and whose hands ache and uh backs break but yeah. here is a place where i can dance and and be myself absolutely um part of the gift of your poetry is that you do draw on those experiences mm-hmm. um what do you feel, and one of the questions I uh, often ask is, um, what would you give to the world as a gift through your own experience to read the scriptures in such a way that does turn the world upside down? Yeah. Because there was something, as you were sitting in that seminary, yeah. that was a gift to the larger body, uh-huh. but because their heads had been divorced from the hope of um, the transformation of our bodies, yeah. th- they couldn't listen to totally. the gift that grandma had and, totally. and what... Yeah. Yeah. So even my interaction with seminaries, like I didn't sign up for them. I just got invited to rap at them. Wow. You know, so it was a, I, I, I saw that experience as much more anthropological where I'm like, I feel like I'm doing like a ethnography here, you know? <laughs> um, uh, I have a buddy from Chicago that says, man, this guy's smart, but he don't know his ABCs. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, that's kind of the way it felt, you know, in that sort of environment to where I was like, I know I can... I can gain a lot uh, from, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, um, one of those dudes that's just like anti-seminary and, you know, obviously sure. an anti-intellectual, um, you know, but I just think if a seminary had an anthropologist there, mm-hmm. it was just your story, your faith yeah. would be so much better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think what I try to, I think the biggest gift I've gotten from that experience and then coming from sort of a, I have to add my environment too, like coming from this, this you know, predominantly African-American environment into a predominantly like Latino environment. Mm. Um, I, by virtue of just my space, learned to really become bicultural Hmm. like really how to look through another set of eyes Hmm. you know and you have to you just and it's just it's by immersion like i just i immersed myself sometimes not by choice but i just was into an in an environment that just wasn't mine yeah um 
And then, but that environment wasn't hostile. It just wasn't mine. Sure. And then I went off into like a predominant, uh, like a dominant culture white space, which turns out was hostile. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and I think it, 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 it may, what I, what I like to offer and is, and I feel like is the strength of sort of the music that I particularly give is that it's this multi-dimensional perspective of saying, I feel like because of this upbringing, I can articulate another experience, another way to look at the same thing, yeah. right? Um, and see a bigger story here because I understand multiple vantage points. Yeah. So when I go into the script, uh, let me see if I can give an example. Um, when I go into the hey, script. You, you can, you can yeah. preview for tomorrow. If oh, you okay, want. yeah. No, 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 we're yeah. good. Um, somebody may respond to me, hey, Prop, I love your work, and this particular line in this song was amazing. Thank you. I wrote the. I wrote it. You know what I mean. I would yeah. hope that you would think that it's amazing. You know what I'm saying. Um, but that line is a part of a verse, and the verse is a part of a song, mm. and the song's a part of an album, mm. and the album's a part of a body of work, and the body of work is making a point. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah the, the verse is a thing. You know what I'm saying? But that's not. The point I'm making, sure. what I would, the better compliment in my heart of hearts is someone to see the narrative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is there's a full narrative being painted here, yeah. right? It, it'd be the equivalent of you telling, you telling me that like, you know your wife very well and, and deeply because you cut her open and dissected her and you've lifted out her liver and you're like, I really know my wife. And, it's a strange yeah. thing. It's a strange way to describe that you know her. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you've, looked, you've looked at her hemoglobin, so now you know her? Like, that's weird, right? Yeah. But if you were like, no, I've, I've spent an intimate amount of time with her fully and understand her from A to Z because of a lived experience, and now I may not be able to tell you, I can't predict to you what she's gonna say about A, B, and C because she hasn't told me all of it. Mm. And we haven't talked about everything in the universe, but I know her mm. and I have a good sense of like her character and how she would paint these things because I'm following along in the story. Mm. So that's the way I see scripture, Yeah. right? Yeah. And that's the way I approach music now where it's like, no, just follow the story, you know? And if you're following the story, right? Like that can, I can, pretty much say this is this is the heart and character of God. Yeah. Not because I know the the um or not only because I know the grammatical structure mm -hmm. of Greek, mm. but I kind of understand how Greeks communicate. That's right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and why I know to do that. Why I know to say before I even get into like understanding and arguing old earth versus new earth mm. like my first question would be well, what was the point what was the point they were trying to make exactly like what were they trying to make in the story you know what i'm saying so but that's because i had to learn how to live in other environments yeah and I had to learn how to understand in other cultures yes right yeah so to me that would be the gift is like yo like man let them why don't you let them exegete themselves yes you know what i'm saying like that you, you feel me and then yeah. and 
Trust what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> to bring in a comment, like Lisa and I were talking earlier in the day, the difference between Babylonian creation myths and um, the Hebraic creation Ooh, myths. It's, how and nerdy can we be right now, guys? But this is rad, stories, though. stories, right? Like yeah. how stories animate realities uh -huh. and what we do with stories. Because, like, you can... Kendrick Lamar will... will use so many different voices mm -hmm. you can quote him against himself yeah much like holy scriptures yeah totally like you, you if, if you want to you can yeah. stack up a whole bunch of quotes um, mm -hmm. and you can stay in the same song let alone yeah. on an album totally and 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 do that um because he's inviting in the same way you were describing into a story that actually asks more of you yeah and simply there's the, a higher question here that's yeah. right because when your grandmother quotes scripture to family, it has become something through her own experience. Like yeah. it is hers now. Yeah. Like there's this story in the desert, um, Amas and uh, others, and mothers and fathers, where uh, a, a desert father was asked for, and I can't remember which Abba it was, but was asked for his Bible and he gave it away. And one of his disciples said, Why did you give away the most precious thing to us? Why would you give away the scriptures? And his response was, it is, it is now in me. Mm -hmm. And the disciple thought that all, what he meant was like he had memorized it, which mm -hmm. he had. He said, no, 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 it is now in me in such a way that it is only mine if I give it away. Mm -hmm. That is somebody who inhabits the narrative yeah. in a very different way. Yeah. Um, because like talking about young earth, old earth, this kind of like, yeah, it's... That, that's a story that is, is fun to debate when you're sitting on top of like, and you have a theology that makes you comfortable with the Messiah that looks like Marduk. Yeah. When you're reigning over a kingdom where the image of God is only found in you and a, a few others, it's yeah. a fun conversation to have. Uh -huh. Those are the slaves that mean that the wheels of the empire keep turning today. Yeah. Are having a very different conversation. Yeah. How do you live with that tension that the same faith that is so important to you that animates the the life and the hope of your ancestors, yourself and your children is mm -hmm. also held um, by those who gather at prayer meetings in the White House for an yeah. agenda that is deliberately and explicitly working against who you are and mm -hmm. who your children are. Yeah, that's a good question because there's, I mean, there's, there's a few answers. There's, I mean, I think there's a few things that I, I, I think I sort of process through. Uh, I, I, it definitely grieves me, um, you know, to 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 a very deep, deep, deep extension, a deep part of me. I'm I'm very grieved by that. Um, I'm comforted in knowing that, just like you articulated, that it's not new, hmm. you know, um, and uh, I'm, like, I'm <laughs> like the SNL skit after. Trump got in and yeah. all the white people. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh my gosh, what's happening now? I'm like, what do you mean what's happening now? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, oh, well, welcome to the party, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, knowing that, and even outside of America, I'm saying just, I mean, since the dawn of, yeah. since Babel, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. figured out how to relate to the empire, you know mm. what I'm saying? Um, and then I think having examples of um, sort of running, you know, right alongside the example you gave of, you know, people that me and you know, you know, mm. um, one sitting 
to the right of me, you know what I mean, that uh, show a different narrative, you know what I'm saying? Oh, um, but I, I think there's this, which I guess is going back to, which will probably be a little more what I'll talk about when you ask me the next question tomorrow is in front of a live in front studio of a, audience. In a live studio audience. Okay. I'm the first okay. one, y'all. I'm the first That's one. Right. Right. Uh, no, um, it's just is yeah. Is the way it's the way we relate to empire, hmm. um, and realizing okay. So like again, going back to the full story, this is something that like I I just it's so clear to me now how. God has been since the fall, like trying to warn us about that. Like, mm. like, don't marry the empire. Mm. Empires come and go. Like, you are an exile in. Like, so if we step back and say, well, where was Babylon? Well, it was in the Promised Land. It's here. <laughs> like, it's that's where Babylon is. You know what I'm saying? So, like, where are you gonna go? Like, where are you gonna where are you gonna escape to? Your home. This is it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, 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 but it's gonna fall. Like, yeah. Babel's gonna, gonna fall. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, and if you marry yourself to that, at some point there's gonna be a reckoning because mm. you're gonna fall with it if you marry to it, yeah. right? Um, so, what is, what is he trying to tell us? Like, what is he trying to tell us the whole time? This idea of like Babel, just, or like just this tower and this King, King Lamech, which is just, mm. which you know is just, mm-hmm king backwards mm. that's just the word is you know mm. what i'm saying so like there's something else you're saying here yeah. you know what i mean um that like i'm going to gather these resources right and build this thing up and god immediately stops it like nah you're you're thinking about this all wrong mm. right and then saying i'm gonna pull abraham i'm gonna pull you out of this goulash that you're in and then he tells him why to do righteousness and justice. That's yeah. why I'm pulling you out. Yeah, yeah. Right? And every time they tried, every time Israel tried to stratify the nation, he kept trying to flatten it. Like, no, yeah. you don't get it. You don't get it. Yeah. You you got land? Cool. When you harvest it and you drop something, leave it on the ground. Mm. Because you actually don't, the land's mine. Yeah. You don't really, that's not yours. Yeah, yeah. So you leave it there because your neighbor, your friend, your sister, your brother. And the stranger. And the stranger. Yeah. They got to eat too and they yeah. belong to you. Yeah. And that's not your land in the first place. Mm. There's no, you don't get to, you can't stratify. You stole, you stole a cow, give back seven of them. Mm. I'm, I'm flattening culture here. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, yeah. you know, you feel me? So like. So he keeps doing that all the way to getting carted off into Babylon where he's like, yo, you, you, you don't, guys, you, sh- you don't need a king. Mm. Like, what are you doing? Like, you don't, like, you're, you don't get it. That's, that's Caesar. That's Babylon. Yeah. Like, that's going to crash. Like, don't, what are you doing? You feel me? So, so, so Daniel being like, look. You can call me Belshazzar. I don't care. <laughs> you can name me after whoever you want to name me after. Yeah. He, he's obeying Jeremiah. Jeremiah says, he goes, yeah, he says, seek peace. But he also says this, hey, build houses. Yeah. Get married. Yeah. Have jobs. Mm. Marry, marry your kids off. I know my plans for you. Mm. I know what I'm doing. Mm. Right? So he's like, cool. You want me to work for the government? Yeah. No problem. I'm going to be the best one you got. Right? 
but I'm not made in your image. Yeah. So when you make something in your image, I'm just not bowing to it. Yeah. I'm just because I'm not made in that image. I'm not married to this empire. Yeah. You fast forward to Jesus. Hey, show me the money. Who's on this coin? Okay, we'll give it to him. Get jobs. Do what you got to do. Pay up taxes. Render to Caesar what Caesar's. That's made in Caesar's image. You made in the image of the Lord. Mm. So you render to God what's God's. Yeah. That sounds easy to me. So when you fast forward, that, that's what I'm saying by this is not new. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to tell us to stop marrying the empire. Yeah. Right? And what, and what well, I feel like what, American, what America evangelicalism is experiencing is not, that's not a crisis of faith. That's a loss of power. That's all you worried about. Yeah. That's... You, this is just a loss of power. Yeah. Right? And that's what happens when you marry an empire. That's right. Do you know what I'm saying? At some point, that's going to get, you're going to have to reckon with mm-hmm. it. And so when you call yourself being persecuted, no. Yeah. You're just losing power. Yeah. And you're mildly inconvenienced. That's, that's what right. the American church is. You're mildly inconvenienced. Yeah. And it's really just because you've only known privilege. Mm. And you've only known privilege because... You sold it to get, you sold, you sold your faith. Yeah. You sold it to the empire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, So, so that, which is, which is not saying, which is like, which is not saying we're supposed to parachute out because the empire's mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. That's not even what Jesus said. No, I'm yeah. giving a Caesar what Caesar's. I'm here. Yeah. This is home. I'm already in the land. Yeah. The land's just not right. Yeah. So I'm not, I ain't finna go nowhere. Yeah. I can't help it. I'm American. Mm. You, what do you want me to do? I'm going to raise my children. Mm. I'm going to use capitalism. <laughs> because that's the, that's the land. I don't know what to tell you. Mm. It's what it is. It's here. I'm going to use it for my advantage. Mm. For my children. I'm just not made in its image. Mm. So I'm not bowing to it. Wow. And <laughs> Right? Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm hearing this, and instead of, I'm wondering if some people listening on, instead of hearing an invitation to take part in that great leveling, mm-hmm. um, uh, to, to beat swords into plowshares, so instead, yeah. um, how, Empire has a way of actually animating us instead of us animating something different in the midst of Empire. Mm-hmm. And uh, people think uh, I'm going to subvert the system that I'm in and end up subverted by the system. Absolutely. Um, And listening to this, I'm aware both for you, Lisa, and for you, Jason, that... So now you've just brought me in. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, (laughs) you have an invitation to be in right from the very, very start. Okay. But particularly how people relate to African-Americans, there is... Uh, fetishization and mm. glorification of whether um, so even with the mention of Compton it's it's a magical place and the <laughs> ears of, of so many like, yeah. Australian youth and they're like uh, boys in the hood I remember I was in yeah, high school yeah, yeah, yeah. and saw oh NWA like all this yeah. kind of um, because there is no proximity to pain mm-hmm. and what is sold back uh, um, the these images which are now commodified Mm -hmm. so instead of encountering another and entering into the pain and asking what relationship do I have with this that actually asks something of me how how is my reality actually connected to this reality in such a way that it asks repentance Hmm. from me instead it's like 
okay, how do we make That's sure cool. we diversify and uh, like we'll do a little bit of poetry on the side alongside everything which plays chaplain to crucifiers instead of joining the crucified. Yeah. Those who are listening in go, I want to go on the journey. I, I, I want to do the real work. I really do, at my best moments, actually want to follow Jesus. Yeah. I don't always like him. I don't always like what he says. I really don't want to get crucified. And I wish that take up your cross was more of a metaphor than it's turning out to be. Yeah. But at my best, some mornings I wake up and I'm not just thankful for God's love for me. I want to live that love. Yeah. How do we do that in ways that don't actually play into... Um, uh, what would be uh, turning our friendship into um, famous person, hip-hop artists, yeah. like opportunities, playing that whole game yeah. um, uh, um, more in your bank account and things don't change. We just talk yeah, about yeah, change. Yeah. How, how do we actually... And that's, that's a question I open up for, that's good, for man. both of you. Because uh-huh. I think this is a real journey and I think there, there is such a danger for people just wanting to appear woke instead of actually do the work and the work is repentance and it's not sexy um and it's hard and it asks things of us that um uh aren't easy to tweet and aren't turned into something that can be sold to others mm-hmm. so what does that's it look good like? um i have a few thoughts i'm gonna say not answers but i have some responses because i don't <laughs> know the answer um i I honestly, the the gut check is the 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 solution for that person is really not that hard. Hmm. They absolutely know what they need to do. Wow, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like now you just have to do it because everyone knows the difference between a transactional relationship and yep. an actual relationship. Yeah, you know that. Yeah. So I a lot of times I tell my daughter when like my daughter will ask me hey am i done and i'm like you tell me do you know what i'm saying she you mm. you you know no. you yeah. understand what i'm saying so so uh someone who has been truly converted and really does want to do the work you'll do it mm. you you'll you'll find it you'll and you'll not and you'll not ask me mm. because yep. we're actually friends yep you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you'll actually know that. Um, so I think that, and I think that like, the, the, there's, there's so much injustice in the world that like, the, you can, you can scale your, your dive into it as shallow or as deep as you desire. There's so much to go around. There's so much diversity to go around. There's so much things, you know, if, if, if a person is like, you don't have to just dive all the way to like the African-American experience with the war on drugs and mm-hmm. such like that. I'm pretty sure there's a group of elderly people around the corner mm-hmm. that could, you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe can't get downstairs for lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. that's not hard. Like, why don't you, I don't know if you guys got Uber Eats here, but like, or Postmates or something, but like, why don't you order that fool some lunch? Like, mm. that's, why don't you start there? You know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, and so I, I think that there's like, the desire for a one, two, three, like steps, you know, take these steps mm-hmm. and you're doing justice is like, <laughs> 
it, that's that's still that's still privilege talk. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I I can't give you yeah. justice is like this is the these are these are they're just they're non negotiables. They're not mm. these these are these are survival tools. Like I, it'd be awesome to be able to keep my faith intellectual and the notion yeah. that you can just accept sets of notions, you know what I'm yes. saying? I'm like, that'd yeah. be great. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but like, I, if we're being murdered in the streets by the police, I can't even get to the building to learn a notion. Mm-hmm. If, you know what I'm saying? Like that there's a, there's a serious barrier here. So yeah. when you, so when you see your faith in that, in those terms where, you know, uh, even like, you get okay using something silly as like church planning you know what i mean let's say you want to say you want to say you want to plant a church well how are you going to do that if the people that might come to the church are detained at the border yeah what are you, how are you going to so there's there's a natural progression of what you need to do maybe we should get involved in border work you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like mm-hmm. maybe that's it how how are you going to how are you going to talk about the roman road and the person's daughters in a cage on the other side of the country. Yeah, I don't want to want to hear anything you have to say. Yeah, maybe you should maybe you should help me get my daughter out of a cage. Yeah, like those things are natural progressions. Lisa, we love your thoughts. You <laughs> your thoughts. So here's my thought. My thought is that I think that the thing that um, I mean, I I think it's true. People know what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that there's a people don't really know what the what the crux of the issue is like what's the crux <laughs> yeah, no of the of the issue and i think that the crux of the issue is lack of humility like mm. i really think that the crux of the issue is people actually really they subconsciously believe they are god mm. like and and i do believe that because of the way that our our society has been set up they've been conditioned to think to think of themselves as little g-gods. Mm-hmm. And by they, what I mean is people of European descent over the last 300 to 500 years. Mm-hmm. Um, because they can create a law and say that somebody is three-fifths of a human being, and so therefore, according to the law, they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they believe or say something is going to be, and it happens, it's true, generally speaking. Of course, that's not always true. But but people have been conditioned to believe that they are little g-gods. And so, so they interpret the text to mean this, and so therefore it is. That's what it means. Well, if we want to get a PhD in theology, we have to actually rehearse, master their thoughts about that mm-hmm. text that was written by brown people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Written by people who were who were oppressed. Mm. So I think that I think that the like the crux of the remedy for for people of privilege and in our context Australia US people of privilege generally speaking we're talking um, because our societies were were uh, crafted racially mm. through racial constructs we're talking about white folk mm-hmm. folks of european descent I think that it's um, that that the remedy is found in the humility of immersion mm. in people groups who have been oppressed so immersion meaning soaking yourself in the stories the culture the hardships the people among the people who have actually borne the brunt of the systems that were created to prop you up yeah so you take away the props Sorry, prop. That's all good. <laughs> you take away, you take away the props. You put yourself in and among people whose stories have had no props, have had no, have had no 
um, no crutches, mm. have had no uh, um, thing to put them up above. And you begin to understand what it means to actually be human, to mm. walk on the ground, to walk, not be carried. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so, and then, yes, then it's relationship that carries you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then it's okay. So now I'm here and I see the need of my brother who, or my, or my grandma mm -hmm. um, or, or that person's grandmother who doesn't have a way to get downstairs to eat dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you come in and you actually just live life with. Yeah. And, and I think another piece of it is also coming in not to solve problems. Yes. But coming in, quite honestly, to have the problem of yourself solved. Yep. Very true. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So you come in, you immerse yourself, you allow yourself to submit to mm -hmm. the leadership and the wisdom of those mm -hmm. who you have typically seen as less than. Mm -hmm. And you realize, wow, there's some serious wisdom here. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. These are some of the oldest people groups on earth. They might have a little that's bit right. of wisdom. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's 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 what I would add is that the that the remedy, um, I, I believe it's actually in, in lack of humility. It's it's in it's in it's in the the humility of immersion yeah. and submission. Mm -hmm. Immerse and submit to the least of these. Yeah. And the journey of the work that is with instead of for. L Lilla Watson, who's a Aboriginal elder Murray woman from mm -hmm. up Queensland way, um, summarising the wisdom of her people, she talks about, if you've come here to help me, you're wasting your time. But if you come here because you realise that your liberation is tied up with mine, then we can work together. Mm -hmm. The reality is that those who actually do the work and the gap between those who want to do the work for others, um, where compassion gets commercialized and sold back as a commodity of, um, don't really like how Jesus saves? How about we offer you a way to save that Jesus rejected as a temptation of Satan? You can be the white savior that Jesus never was, not only because he wasn't white, but he rejected that way of being the savior. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is so attractive to people because people's longing for meaning, meaning making in the current market. Um, so many people, they want that's what it's... And the, the growing gap between um, uh, faith communities that have sought to be relevant to a market mentality mm. and those who find themselves in the position of, and there can be a glorification and not understanding why that is attractive to people who are in neighborhoods like mine. Yeah. And um, how do we bridge that gap? What, what, does, what does humility look like when doing the work? So the temptation to go, um, I'm righteous because I've got the receipts. I'm righteous because I've done the work. I'm righteous because, like, how do we actually stay in a place not of judgment of others um, or this game of, like, um, more work than thou kind of his, mm. what, um, his track record? Mm. How do we not do yeah. that and form our identity against those who are just starting the journey? Yeah. I feel like... Um the, the question is, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a personal gut check about, like, you know, what landed you in the neighborhood that you're in. Mm -hmm. um, I found in my own life, it's the, 
the while I'm just in the process of walking out my faith and beliefs in action, mm. someone from outside points and goes, hey, dude, that's awesome what you're doing. I'm not thinking of it in those terms. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just doing, yeah, man. yeah I'm yeah. just kind of doing it. So yeah. I, 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 I do think that the, the element of humility that she's, that, that, you know, Dr. Lisa uh, <laughs> dropped on us is, I think that that's from the, the people that I've admired, that's been the mark of yeah. where they don't know or even think of their work in terms of that's amazing or not amazing. Mm. Right, it's, it's not a, about that. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, it's not even that. And yeah, not even that. It's not about that. It's not even on their radar. Yeah, yeah. like you know that right. Yeah. And and more often than not, they're generally feel a little bummed and overwhelmed that they're not. <laughs> there's so much more that could be done you know it's that that's usually the position that i found of yeah. those that are like walking out their faith but have these moments of sort of joy and invigoration mm. um when it's like you know glimmers of oasis of like awesomeness that when you see uh you know quote unquote results yeah but most of the time it's just this is just living, right? Yeah. And um, and I think that when you, how, how do I say this? You, I've, you've reached, success isn't the word, but I think that for lack of a better word, some, I feel like something has reached success when it's not a thing. Yeah. When I, when I can't point at it, it's so amalgamated into existence i don't know when to point at it right yeah. the day that the day that we don't point at a black governor go oh yeah it's a black governor yeah yeah and you stop pointing at it because it's just so normal we've made it yeah. you know what i'm saying like we're not we're not even thinking about it anymore we have to yeah. lose the modifier because it's yeah. just normal mm. right so i attempt to think of like my the way that I walk out my faith is to a place to where I can't even point at it yeah, it's correct. just what it it's just what it is you yeah. know and wouldn't even know if you asked me to to de to take like take a cup of water mm. put salt in it now it's I can't point at a salt grain mm. I don't know I, can't, I don't know where it is it's mm. in there but I don't know how to I couldn't even point at it if you tried, if you asked me to, mm -hmm. you know, um, this is the walk that of this person on this, on this side, on the side of the motif you're talking about, mm. this is, this is the way that looks. Mm. So yeah. I can't even point at it if you ask me to, so, but I know that that over there just looks so strange to me that it's not so much that I'm comparing myself as far as better than or less than it's just, that's unrecognizable. Mm -hmm. I just don't recognize, I don't understand a faith that plays out that way. Yeah. You know, so I'm not judging it. I just don't get it. Yeah. Right. And, and to me, that's, that's the position as, 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 as the believer with the understanding that me and you have, 
I feel like that's the position we should we should stand in. Yeah. So then when I look at a person that sits in the in the seat of privilege, um, I'm not asking you to like not be what you are. Man, you don't deny the fact that you're possibly like your parents worked hard. It's great. You are what you are. Like I don't know what to You are what you are, you know? Um but where's your fully dissolved, like yeah. saturated cup of salt water? Yeah. Like where is that for you? Yeah. Like how do you how do you, how do you play that out? I'm not asking you to move into content. Mm. I'm not asking you to do that. You know what I'm saying? But there you there might be a place for you. We we live in a part of Los Angeles where um it's ten minutes. We kind of move there because it's like ten minutes from my wife's job, right? Mm. Um and but we you know, you know we were we were both my wife and I were like sort of born and, and raised in and around pretty close to that region, you know, and um went off, went off to college, saw the world, and now we're back, right? Mm. Uh and we and and we know that we probably make considerably more than our neighbors. Like we we know that, right? Um so we asked ourselves, what does Okay, what is, it, what is this going to look like at home, mm-hmm. right? And there's a few things that we've sort of kind of landed on. One is like we'll always send our daughter with the second lunch, so that's great. That's one thing we're doing, and that's yeah. and that's not. I can't point at that. That's you're just gonna you're just gonna have two lunches with you, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know my neighbor is probably not gonna call the city to fix these fix this sidewalk because. They may call immigration. So yeah. you're not going to call the city. They ain't going to call immigration on me, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm going to call the city. Mm. You feel me? I'm like, no, you need to fix that in front of my neighbor's house. Mm. Right? I'm not, I'm not scared of y'all. Mm. Fix that. Right? Um, so, so, so for us, it's like, like I said, whatever positionality you're sitting in, when you get to a place where you, I can't even point at it. Right? I can't even point at the work. This is the the life I lead, right? Um, I, I, I listened to this podcast once about, was it Denmark? I think it was Denmark. Um, it, was, it was Scandinavian for sure, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and how they do sort of mental health, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you have somebody who's like either extreme on the spectrum of, of autism or or what or Asperger's whatever the case may be um and we have this model of like we're trying to either cope or fix like we're trying to medicate to like maybe get them off whatever mental sickness they have they have this system where um fixing them's not on the radar mm-hmm. they pair them with families and then the family mm. just adjusts, mm-hmm. and you just figure out. Wow. You just they 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 live with people. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like, and 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 they're living these like sort of full and flourishing lives, and this and it's a certain city, and the city's like it's kind of weird because you go into a place and maybe there's a guy talking to himself in the corner, you know, and then maybe the person that's going to serve your coffee is 
quite awkward, mm. you know, and you, and there's that's undeniable, right? Mm. That this is an awkward interaction, but that's just life. Yeah, you just you interact with yeah. awkward people. Yeah. This is just the city we're in, yeah. right? Um, and is that is that cruel? Is that like do we need to think about fixing these people, or I just know they. That's just Larry. Larry lives in my house. Mm. I've adjusted my life mm. to accommodate Larry. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Chills. This is just what we are. Yeah. Right? So then, so if you ask, so if you ask this city, if they're mental health experts, they'd be like, no, I'm a citizen. I just live here. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the dude with autism that's in my basement. Is that your child? No. They just, that was... But we got assigned, mm. and I love him. It's Larry. Mm. Larry lives yeah. in my basement, right? So, I, that's not a mental health expert. Yes, yeah. just I'm, I'm living, yeah. right? So when you ask, you know, that's always I, I. I think like when you ask me if I'm, if I, am I a social justice? I'm like I, yeah, or I'm just kind of living. This yeah. is just like I'm living. I, this is what I. Yeah. I'm living. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, there are times that I'm, I, I'm absolutely. Um, inconvenienced and have, and have purposefully put myself in harm's way. There are moments where I feel like that call for acts of bravery, where I have to use my access and privilege as a professional artist, as a public speaker, as a, as a face, as somebody with so many like Instagram followers to, to stand in a gap because I know that this person can't do that for themselves. So mm -hmm. there are moments that I'm going to go ahead and do that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there are, like you said, there are, public benefits in that um in the sense that somebody's gonna think that that's impressive mm. but there are plenty of other um sort of <laughs> things that could that i could do that would impress people that yeah. wouldn't put me in harm's that's way right. yeah, you understand yeah. what i'm saying yeah, so if i'm better. that would pay yeah. well, i'd be a much greater payoff yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, so yeah. if it was about that i probably would that's a horrible business decision <laughs> You could do many other things that yeah. could make you so much more money. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And and especially in in this Christian market, if if you just play, it's so funny. People yeah. think that like when you when you step into other spheres and you kind of don't play by the rules, that you're in it for the money or the fame. And I'm like, dude, do you know how much easier it would be? Yeah. If I just if you just played nice. Yeah. Career-wise, are you kidding me? You know what's easy? Oh my gosh. There's festivals set up. There's yeah. tours. There's radio. There's author. There's yeah. publishers. If you just play nice, mm -hmm. what we do is so much harder. And there's so much less money on the table. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know how to point at it. It's mm -hmm. just... This is who we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... And to me, like the more the more it becomes that, the more I can't notice. I feel like the better I've gotten. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's it's hmm. really healthy. That's right. It's like when when the when what it means to live your faith to yeah. actually live it out is to do the things that somebody might look at you and go, "Whoa!" But actually. No, it's just what that moment requires. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. even notice. It's, it's it's just what the moment requires yeah. because totally. it's what love looks like. Period. Yeah, yeah. It's what love looks like in public. It's what love looks like in private. It's what love looks like. 
Um, and I think what you're talking about is kingdom ethics, right? You're talking yeah, about... At the end of the day, yeah. At the yeah. end of the day, of what, how does the kingdom of God, what does the kingdom of God require of its citizens? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, I don't need to be applauded every time I stop at a stoplight. Yeah. I just know that as a citizen... That's stop what I do. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Because I don't want to, first of all, get hit. Yeah. And I don't want to hit somebody else who's coming through, right? I want to be a responsible citizen. Yeah, this isn't noble. It's that's not right. noble. Yeah, it's, just, it's just being, it's just yeah. being yeah. a good citizen yeah, yeah. of whatever nation or city or state I'm a part yeah. of. But, but as, a, as a citizen of the kingdom of God, we have stoplights too. Yeah. Yeah. We actually have things that are required of us in order to live well mm. in yeah. society. Mm. And sometimes it requires us extending ourselves, and sometimes yeah. it, ex- it requires us literally, you know, sometimes it requires picking up your car, your cross. Yeah, yeah.